Hi, this is Brennan Davis from Bedrock Games and the Bedrock Blog, and I'm here with Adam Balderstone, and we're talking about Babylon 5, the first season, the episode 17 and 18, so that's uh, Legacies and Voices in the Wilderness. Um, I guess uh, in, in Legacies, it's sort of about a, a, a tricky political situation that arises between the Mimbari and Babylon 5, but also some of the, 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 the priest cast and the warrior cast among the Mimbari as they try to parade one of their fallen generals uh, from... It sounds like they're going from point to point in space, just sort of parading his dead body. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. And, uh, and, and Voices in the Wilderness is a two-parter, which we're only going to do the first part of, and that's basically that planet by Babylon 5 became active, right? That's sort of the, 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 the premise the, of that. Yeah, yeah. All this, you know, geological activity starts up and, uh, and things get crazier from there. And so, uh, so yeah, so let's talk about legacies. Uh, what are your thoughts yeah. on it, Adam? What, what do you think about, about that episode? Uh, I really like legacies. It's, uh, you get, you know, you get a, a good look at the, uh, the warrior cast here. I mean, they've been mentioned before. We've kind of got a sense of them. I mean, in, in death Walker, they get talked about a bit, but, uh, you know, we, we had, you know, back in the pilot, there was a warrior cast guy, but this is the first time you get a real, full episode dealing with the warrior cast you get you get elite narun gets uh introduced here um and uh, he's a uh and he's the head is he he's not the head of the warrior cast is he is he just like one general among many or what's his position? yeah he's the he's the head of a of a clan he's the head of the star riders clan of okay. the warrior cast that's his position okay yeah yeah like an elite is a clan head you know and the, and the shy elite the dead guy shy elite Branmar, he was he was the the head general for the whole Earthman Bari War. Okay, so okay. that's the whole structure there. And uh, and there's also the whole plot line with the girl who has psychic powers, the the, the psychic powers, and uh, that uh, yeah yeah uh, she, she manifests. And of course, that's kind of a political struggle in its own right on a smaller scale. And, and that ends up tying back into the main plot, which, again, I kind of like it when they do that. I think that it, it, it pays yeah. off a little bit more. It's not like some stupid thing like, you know, uh, where you're just sort of getting to see a character have a good or a bad day or something. And it's <laughs> from, from the central. Yeah, story. Well, it's not it's not like TKO where you've got, you know, a martial arts tournament and somebody, you know, sitting Shiva. It's like, yeah. well, they have nothing, which never connect in yeah. any way. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it. I, 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 uh, I, I liked it for most of the reasons that, that you gave. I like sort of seeing the, um, the, the more about the Mimbari, um, mm -hmm. which I've already, I saw the prequel. So I kind of have, a, I think I have maybe more of a sense than a viewer would have at this point already, but I still feel like it's unfolding in a way and I, and I'm enjoying that. And, uh, and I, 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 I liked, well, number one, I, I liked that I was getting a little bit angry during the episode because mm. the, um, cause Naroon was really being aggressive and, and I was just like, oh man, Sinclair should really just clamp down on that the moment it happens. He should not be. Do you know what I mean? It was. It was uh, yeah. He was. He, I felt like he was being a little bit too soft. But I. But but it 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 worked. I I I I, I liked the. Uh, um, I I I liked that 
my 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 conclusion was I thought that that Narun was the one who took the body. Do you know what I mean I thought I because I thought he was just trying just using it as an excuse to start a war, and, and yeah. I was surprised. I don't know. Should we spoil it for people who haven't seen this episode? What the? Outcome? Yeah, I think I don't think. I mean, I think we can assume people that are listening are going to be have watched the episodes. Okay. I, I feel like if we don't do spoilers, all right. You know, so, so, so spoiler. I'm going to reveal the the big plot reveal of the episode but but delenn ends up being the the person who took the body and it's because of basically like a you know she she i guess the that character the the shy elite was was originally from the priest cast and she wants to give him a priest burial but there's also clearly clearly something going on between the uh, <laughs> the, the 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 two casts that's not good and we kind of get a little we we get a better sense of this in the following episode as well when uh when, when the subject is brought up again but uh, yeah yeah it was interesting pairing because you know you've got one episode with a very bellicose angry mimbari showing up very publicly and in the next episode you have a nice quiet you know friendly mimbari visit yeah <laughs> so uh... but, but what's also interesting so in this episode the uh, Elisa, the the girl with the psychic power, she I think she ends up deciding to go with the Mimbari because the Mimbari treats psychics like very, uh, very well, and mm-hmm. or so or so so Delenn says I don't know. So but then, but then as this stuff with the Mimbari has been unfolding, I've been like, well, I don't know. Like maybe everything we've been kind of getting about that has been from Delenn, not you know. But but if yeah. I were to base all of my opinions about how how Alyssa would be treated if I were just going by Narun's behavior, I'd be much more concerned. And I, and I think there are other casts there, right? They, it's not just the priest and the warriors. There's like four there's, casts or something. There, there's, there's three casts. Three? It's also okay. the worker cast. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. so I don't know, you know, I don't know how the wor- worker cast behaves. I don't know what they're, you know, and I don't know how representative of, of Mimbari culture Delenn really is. Like maybe there's just like, two percent of the population that belongs to that priest caste so um so maybe they're not all as open-minded once she gets there you know like i, I just yeah well yeah i mean we, we know from previous episodes that you know the the wind swords clan for example was so angry about the war ending that they just split off from the minbari entirely and went rogue and you know, and they, you know, another war leader killed himself rather than surrender and so yeah there's a lot of there is a lot of animosity towards humans amongst amongst uh, certain Minbari, so it's uh yeah it's it's a complicated thing, and uh, but yeah I, another thing I like about this episode is like the opening the the first scene of Sinclair and Garibaldi watching the cruiser arrive and just you know Sinclair's just sense of you know basically fear you know you can feel from seeing this war cruiser again you know it's bringing back these memories it's just like ah it's like the the you know the shadow of the war just you know really hanging over sinclair in this episode is great oh yeah no i did like all that stuff because they they really like i i find it very believable that sinclair still has this residual feeling and that kind of gives him and garibaldi a bond Um, Mm -hmm. it does uh, yeah and, and, and also there was an important moment in it where uh, where Sinclair is advising Garibaldi to be more diplomatic and and uh, and, uh, and, and, and Garibaldi uh, uh, you know is diplomatic but then Sinclair ends up not being so diplomatic and so that uh, 
that you know I, I thought that was um, I don't know I, I I feel like that was interesting because it it clearly uh, placated Garibaldi. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, it did. Uh, it so, did. And uh, yeah, and of course, Delenn had to step in with her uh, with her comment to ease things over. But yeah, I yeah I I, uh, I like I said I, I really I really think most of the characterization works. The one you know, another thing we get we get the the Pacmara are introduced. We get another new alien race that you know we actually get some information about them for the first time that they're carrion eaters and that nobody seems to like them very much. That's a, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they'll, uh, they, they, they're kind of around throughout the show from time to time. Yeah, they were pretty creepy. Those guys, that was, uh, and I liked the yeah. whole stomach pumping thing where Jeff, I was like, okay, we're just <laughs> yeah. going to pump your stomachs. That's, uh, that's the way we're going to do this. Um, so yeah. And also I like the, the whole thing with Natasha, and uh oh yeah, Bernard, yeah that that i thought was in, like when when when, they, when she was trying to to woo Alyssa, and then Alyssa saw into her mind and was like oh my god and and you weren't sure if it was just because it was like an alien mind like she was saying or if like natoth is just like you know a really dark person um yeah i think it's probably a little of both yeah <laughs> yeah it's probably a fair assumption um but yeah i i uh, i like that episode it was i i think the next episode is better in my opinion but i liked I sure liked this episode um, yeah no what, what, yeah one more before i move on to the next episode too it's just I, my theory too is that i just have the feeling that you know the whole open gun ports thing that the warrior cast loves so much they always find an excuse to fly on them with their open gun ports i feel like they know it's a way just to provoke a fight they, they just come up with reasons like oh we're just doing this out of respect you know, yep, yep, just waving my gun in your face because, you oh, yeah, know. Well, we... And this whole thing, well, we don't have to explain our ways to you, you know, is <laughs> very, yeah, I, I would agree. You have to be an idiot not to understand that that's going to provoke. Going back to the prequel movie, you know, that was the same thing there, yeah. you know. that That's what started the whole Earthman Bari War was them flying around with their open gun ports. But, uh yeah, it's uh, it's pretty crazy. But uh, yeah, the one the one thing I wonder about this episode that I can't quite piece together is it seems like, you know, that cloth was out just outside the Pakmara's, uh, you know, quarters, and it's like, well, if the land stole the body, is there any reason she would have wanted to frame them if she was ultimately trying to make it look like it was a religious mystery? It's like that well, for me is like the one point. thing. That's, that's the one thing in the episode where I'm like, I don't know if there's a well, plot hole or there's something I'm missing. Or Steve sometimes joins us on the podcast, and uh, you know he's been really enjoying the series. And he, uh, I talked to him last night about this one, and he he, mm -hmm. he he didn't raise that point, but he did raise the issue where he he was a little bit critical of of that part of the plot where he just didn't. It, it just didn't come together for him, and the whole Pacmara plot. You mean? The, or? Well, the whole the whole plot where um where Delenn is is the one who takes the body, and then is it, he wasn't clear on what her ultimate aim was and how that was supposed to play out, and it felt a little bit uh, I forget the word he used, but he had he he wasn't he wasn't totally on board with it. Um, mm -hmm. My um uh, so my reading of that was that uh um she that I. I that, that she was planning on, like, like she said, she was going to try to uh, convince, um, uh, uh, what's his name, Narun? Is that the, 
Naroon, yes. Yeah, no, she was going to try to convince Naroon that the um, that the body had transformed into a like non-physical or spiritual entity of some kind. Some miracle had happened, and 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 she would have done that, except that uh, Sinclair and Garibaldi found her and basically like, well, we have to tell the truth now. And so she, so we never got to see how she was going to lay those. But I, I got the impression that there was there were steps that she needed to take before she could get to that point. And that, yeah. and that she just hadn't had time that, that so she was you know she was going to have to put pieces in place to to convince Narun that this was in fact what happened um and so but yeah i don't know that does seem odd because it never occurred to me that 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 putting that with the carrion eaters would would kind of counter any so i don't know maybe, maybe it just got left there on accident who knows maybe it, they were just yeah you know. it could just have been a fluke so i mean that's that is that is possible and uh or maybe or yeah. maybe a carrying it or tried to get the body and didn't succeed and but, but that's all very speculative so i don't know uh, it is yeah i i don't really i don't really get the i, I don't really get the impression the pack bra would have been eager to steal the body anyway yeah. i don't i don't know it's not not like they're they're hurting for carrion or anything, but uh, but but they also did establish that they ate somebody, right? Because he they was they made a joke about narn meat after they stopped pump the stomachs. Oh, did they? Yeah, I, yeah that's right. They did. Uh, yeah, the doctor yeah, said, "Hey, you, right. know, What's it you, you know, what does like, narn yeah. taste like? It's chicken." <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so I assume that that was connected to the stomach pumping, but yeah, uh, yeah, I, I guess so. I guess so, but. Uh... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I, but I well, well, yeah, I'm not sure. But it, yeah, maybe they did try. But yeah, I, there isn't any way to really ultimately answer the question based on the uh, the information in the episode that I can see. And uh, and of course, the other thing at the reveal too, we have the reveal of the word chrysalis. That's uh, which I kind of peeked ahead a little bit and know that that becomes important at least as the title of of one of the upcoming the, episodes of the, so. the season finale yeah. no less yeah. but uh <laughs> so so we yeah will, yeah i'm uh, and, and i have to say last night i had to i had to stop myself from staying up an extra hour and watching the 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 second part of uh of the next one voices in the wilderness i was, I, I was wondering where you'd go on that because yeah. I, I i stopped myself too and i thought man i hope I hope that by stopping myself, I'm not making a mistake and you can't help yourself and you end up watching both. And then we're, you know, I mean, I know what happens in the second one, but not, it's been, it's been 15 years. So I'm not exactly up on it enough to have an in-depth discussion of it. You need to refresh. uh, You need to refresh. Um, I need to refresh. So I was like, man, I was like, because I thought if I watch, but if I do watch it, then I'll, you know, it's, it's the kind of thing where they really are, very much like a single movie so it's like i don't want to be the point where i accidentally blurp something out this in the second part because i got confused about which part it was in no uh, and and i i i I was gonna i was i was like so tempted that i was like well i don't know if adam's gonna watch it and and, (laughs) and also it's like 1 a.m maybe i should go to bed sleep so yeah but i really because it stops at like a very like oh i gotta know what happens next i gotta know um so to me, yeah. so why don't we get into that episode actually? Because let's, to me, let's that, go into that, it. That tells me that's a good episode. If I'm like, oh my god, I got to find out what happens next, then it's a good episode. Now, 
I have no idea what's got, what's about to come. Maybe I'm about to wander into the worst episode, the worst second <laughs> half of a two-parter ever. Kind of like remember when we did uh, the Doctor Who three-parter last season, and I was no, so it, pumped. And then, yeah, oh, hey, I, just, this so, this this is not like that. I can tell you that much. Okay. Even even with my faded memories, but, but uh, I, I like the premise. This is very sort of 2001 like. This is yeah. There's activity on a planet. And we need to go investigate, and it might be alien. That's that's like one of my favorite. You know, it's 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 it's, it's, it's the oldest plot in the book, but I I, I really enjoy it, and uh, and 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 it works so well in this episode. Um, yeah, and it's not even like it's a planet that's far away. It's this planet that's been just about in every establishing shot through the entire series, yeah. just there in the background. You paid no attention to it at all. It's like, hey, suddenly this place yeah. is important. Well, what I liked about it too is I've always been like, you know, I think I, I might have mentioned it before. I was like, you know, like, well, what's going on with that planet? Why is that planet there? Like, why are they? Why do they choose that <laughs> as a spot? And uh, and so it's. It, you know, I was very interested as soon as activity emerged there. And then I liked, number one, I liked the, I liked the sort of idea and it's not clear to me exactly what was going on. Cause when they get there, it's very Clive Barker. Like it's not at all what I was expecting, but, uh, <laughs> but, but initially it looks like there's some kind of automated defense system in place, which I think might still in fact been the case. And, and their, and their scout ships keep getting, getting attacked by 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 this defense system and yeah i i, I know i like that i like i lo- i question the wisdom of sending a scientific crew in and i i think that they should have sent a military crew first thing but uh well i can get into that actually because the thing is that earth in first contact situations now is really really squeamish because of the earth minbari war it's like you know okay. just sending in sending sending in warships right away is something they're like let's figure out oh, what we're okay. dealing with yeah that's that's also the reason why uh you know why it's actually sinclair and uh and ivanova that go on the planet you know because it's it's it only top level commanders are supposed to like actually go try and meet with aliens. Oh, okay, I'm, they... I'm actually very glad that you gave me those explanations because I was really one. I was I was I was like I don't think you know you're putting like the two people that are like you know the most important members of the crew on the same ship going into the same unknown territory. But that yeah. that kind of gives it a better explanation for me where I'm like they're okay. the only only two people on the entire station who are qualified for first contact situations. Okay. Yeah. The, uh, the explanation there. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but, so, but yeah, I must've just missed that detail, but I, but I thought that I, I really like that, that storyline. I like when they get in there and they're sort of exploring and then the, you know, Again, what they find, I guess we can talk about it. There's like a guy hooked up to some kind of, I don't know what it is, but it looks like he's like central (laughs) control maybe or something. And he's been appearing in visions to people throughout the episode. I think Sinclair saw him, uh, Londo saw him. I think somebody else saw him too. Um, I think he appeared three times. And, uh, and, And he basically said, help me. And then they get there and he says, help me or all your people will die. Now... As all a, as, your people as, as star trek viewer <laughs> i'm very suspicious that this is going to be a good thing that they've brought him on board I, I suspect you know just going by you know other shows he's going to unleash something awful on babylon 5 or 
or some crisis will develop because he's on there. But I don't know. I have no idea. So maybe mm-hmm. maybe they've averted disaster by bringing him aboard Babylon Five. But uh, but it's it's it, it's all very mysterious. I, I we still don't really know what's going on with him. And 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 then on top of all that, there's this subplot of a revolt on Mars. And yeah, and that kind I don't know that adds a lot to the episode. Um, I I I it, it, I don't even think it really connected yet to the main story. I don't know if it will, but yeah, I don't think they, they, I think they are entirely separate plots so far. Yeah. You've got Garibaldi trying to find out about what's going on there. And, uh, but, but I thought it was better than the TKO sitting Shiva plot because that one, that was like mustard and, and, and mint. Yeah. Do you mean they just didn't go together, but this is like peanut butter and jelly. This, 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 this plot of like exploring the planet, but also this sort of expansive, there's all this stuff going on earth that we need to be aware of. It, it created a sense of, of scope that, that worked. So, so I thought that the two plot lines were good. Um, Yeah, I agree. I agree. They don't. Yeah. I mean, it, it doesn't, You know, I mean, it's funny you bring up their two separate plots. It's one of those things watching the episode. You know, some episodes when you're watching a TV show, you feel like A plot, B plot, A plot, B plot. I never felt like that watching this episode. It was just all this stuff unrolling over the episode. And there was a C plot that was very interesting, which was uh, Drawl, right? Was that the guy's name? Drawl, yes. I I really enjoyed that. I I thought that it was... Me uh, too. I, I thought, well, well, number one, the guy that played him, I thought he, he had a really interesting way about him. Um, and so I was, uh, I was, uh, I was, I was, I was really enjoying the interactions with Delenn as a result, because he was, he was kind of over the top. It was almost like they plucked some Shakespearean actor and, you know, just let him sort of ruminate on, on things, but it worked. Yeah, and, uh, it did. And I, and I really believed he and Delenn were old friends. They, it was like, they felt they had had a really good chemistry between mm-hmm. them. I thought. I thought. Yeah. I just. It was. It, well, he was. You know, an old teacher of hers that showed up, and you know, they were very close. It all. But it, it, it was all very plausible. I mean, it's a very. It's a very quiet plot line. You know. I mean, it's barely. So far, it's barely even a plot. It's more. You know, a friend. An but, old friend of the land shows up, and what's that? No, but it's. It's. But. But it feels so important because it ties yeah. to legacies, and he's telling her about how things are not the same among the Mimbari. Something's going on. There's rifts between the cast, and when you add that with the the Mars subplot, it gives it gives me the impression that a lot of stuff is like I don't know. Maybe these are totally unrelated, but it it, it feels like oh, things are maybe starting to come apart at the seams in places in the you know yeah. the, the the history is changing and 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 i think it's i think it, it, it i don't know i i was really getting interested in all, a lot of times with shows like this i'm interested in the main plot and i tolerate the subplot or i you know uh, or it takes me a few moments to like when they shift to the subplot i kind of have to like ease into it and get like I'll, I'll, I'll get interested in it again but it's always a little bit jarring when you make that shift and in this one i was enjoying everything that was going on um, so. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, because they they are connected in a sense. Because, I mean, a lot of the unrest on Earth ties back to the Earth Minbari War, like the anti-alien stuff and all of that. You know, and and, and also the, the the schism between the religious and warrior castes in a 
on Minbar, that all ties back to the war and discontent there. So there is just this feeling that both both Earth and Min, Minbar cultures have like you know damaged themselves somehow with this war, and it's uh, and they, they're still just not over it. And and I like the bit about Drawl. I, I I forget the phrase he used, but he said he's going to the sea, which I think means the sea of stars. Yes. And it sounds like he's just going to wander the galaxy or or galaxies yeah. until uh, until he finds something. Uh, he's basically yeah, becoming a hermit. Um, that, so. Well, yeah, it's like he was going to do. He said something about doing service too. I just like the idea of these Minbari just wandering around the universe like a monk, just yeah. doing good deeds as they travel the universe. It's like, wow, that's that's pretty awesome. I'd watch a TV show about about him going around doing that. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, that would that would definitely be a, be a, an interesting premise for a show. Um, and it ties into the whole wanderers thing in the uh, in the intro of uh, Babylon Five. Uh, yeah. But um, yeah. But uh, but yeah. yeah. But but I I I enjoyed all that and and also the uh, the hokey pokey uh, bit. Uh, I wasn't <laughs> I expecting enjoyed the it. Song. Well, I wasn't expecting it to be the hokey pokey. I thought he was going to say another song. But it was still yeah. it was still an interesting sort of thing where he was like, you know, humans have all this, you know, the greatest composers and the hokey pokies like the song that, uh, you know, that I keep seeing over and over again throughout the ages. So, uh, and uh, yeah, this is a really good Londo episode. You've got, you know, his hokey pokey scene with with the uh, lead and draw. You've got his scene with Garibaldi where, you know, it can't be that bad where he's. He's cheering oh, yeah. up Garibaldi and also leaving him with a drink bill. And it's <laughs> it's funny, too, because they wove him into like every plot and I didn't even realize it. Like, it, I just yeah. didn't even notice because he wasn't central to any of it unless he's like, you know, deliberately inserting himself because he's masterminding something really, really <laughs> grand. But uh, but he was just woven into all of those plots. And I, 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 I didn't even realize, yeah, Helando was in every single one of them. Um, yeah, think, yeah. Right? He has was... the conversation with Sinclair, where he's like, you know, well, if you find something, you'll tell me, right? Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah, it, it is. It is just like I said, Londo. He doesn't do anything particularly plot relevant. He's just just a great presence throughout it. And uh, yeah, I mean, this this is. This is just a really, really well done episode, and even and it's good that it's enjoyable without watching the second episode right away. I mean, it does feel incomplete, and it's definitely a cliffhanger, but it's you're satisfied with what you've gotten so far. You're not like it's not one of those ones you're like, well, you have to wait till next episode to see if it's really going to come together. It's still you're enjoying it the whole way yep. through. Yep. No, I, I, uh, I, 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 the last moment when like the jump gate thing happens, I was like, oh, I gotta find out what. It, it, I, <laughs> I, I really wanted to see the next episode. It was like it was, it was kind of like when um, I, I, you know, I used to binge watch Twenty Four, and and that, you know, mm-hmm. you know, just, I like you know, you, it was that feeling like oh, I gotta see the next episode, you know, and then in, uh, it, it was it. it it was it was a real cliffhanger of an episode. Um, yeah, yeah, that's uh, no, it it definitely works that way. Yeah, this the reason this episode was made. I mean, obviously, you know, in this way, was that the uh, the uh, pilot for uh, Babylon Five sold. You know, this was back, of course, in the early '90s, so you you couldn't just buy a TV series 
you know, in video because, you know, a whole, a whole, you know, a, a TV season was an entire like row of, you know, a shelf in your, you know, home if you wanted to tape it. Yeah. So they didn't really sell in that way, but they did sell the pilot and like Britain and Japan was like a huge seller in those countries because Babylon 5 was popular there. Okay. And, and so basically, you know, they got asked, they're like, look, can you make, can you make a two-parter that we can sell as a movie in like overseas markets like Britain and Japan? So this, mm. this effectively is made to be a oh, movie. So, so what you're saying is they didn't have this as a, um, you couldn't go out and buy the season when it, uh. No, they did eventually start bringing Babylon 5 out as individual episodes. Well, they actually have two episodes and a videotape after mm-hmm. a while, but it wasn't it wasn't part of the original model. I mean, yeah. you know, you just buying TV seasons wasn't really a thing in the early 90s that much. Well, it it depended on the show. Like I remember um certain shows uh were were released on on VHS and stuff like I remember getting mm-hmm. all the Red Dwarfs and the Black Adder series. Um, yeah, yeah, um, that's true. There were there were some, but, but it was it was a it was wasn't like now where every yeah, series yeah. comes out on DVD. It wasn't like Friends. Like you wouldn't like I well the first time I saw Friends, the complete I was like what's going on with this? Why are people buying Friends? Like yeah. that that made no sense to me. I could understand sort of buying a show like like the, the some of these niche things make sense or not I guess Red Dwarf's not quite niche, but like Babylon 5 is probably a little bit niche. Um, that, yeah. that would make sense that, 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 you know, because you have this hardcore dedicated fan base, but, uh, um, I just didn't picture average viewers sort of, you know, wanting to watch Scrubs, the complete first season, you know, at their leisure. Um, so. yeah. Yeah. And they, and they did actually end up bringing Babylon 5 out on VHS, the whole series, but it just, they, it just, you know, at this point it wasn't, they weren't sure they'd be doing that, you okay. know? So they, they at least, they at least wanted to have this movie they could sell. So, uh, and, uh, and you kind of see that they they went all out with it. Like all the establishing shots are fresh ones. When the when the Star Furies are launching and stuff, you get all these new angles and new angles of Babylon Five. And there's just a lot of, you know, there's a lot of fresh CGI in this episode. It's a really nice looking one, I think, with the effects. Mm. And the uh, I mean, well, the effects I think are getting better over time in this series too. Yeah, no, they do seem to be improving. Um... Again, it's nine. It's it's you know, the, it's the the year that it is. So, um, yeah, it's only going to get so good. Yeah. but it, it does get better. As but the I mean, series goes I watched Hercules and Xena. I watched a lot of shows <laughs> in that period. I can I can stomach an awful lot of uh, of in terms of effects and you know wonky yeah. directions of plot. So, uh, but but yeah, I think that. Um, uh, uh, this was this was a solid episode in my opinion. I was I was I was very 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 on board with it, and I'm definitely looking forward to the next one. And uh, in fact, I know we we uh, hopefully we'll be doing a Wednesday podcast because I definitely want to be seeing the second part as soon as possible. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, I actually will not be able to do Wednesday, oh, so we'll have to find you. another damn day you. in the week. We'll, we'll have uh, to find another day in the week because I am very eager to get to the next part we'll, too. So we're gonna need to we're gonna need to reschedule on that. Okay, but, uh, we'll, we'll figure it out. But I'm definitely gonna be watching this in the next couple of days. There's uh, oh there's, yeah, there's a uh, there's only so because there's only so much time I can delay myself before uh, uh, the piece the threads start to get lost. Do you know what I mean? 
Um, oh, I know, I know. Like I said, we will need, we will need to figure something out for this because yeah, <laughs> I, did, I just realized now I put it together. Oh man, <laughs> but uh, uh, it's for one so, day. But um, but I I, I did I did want to end it around this time because I uh, uh, I have to take care of some things today. But uh, but I sure. think we got I think we got a, a lot of uh, a lot of discussion on these episodes and I think I think I'm really excited and also we're coming very close to the end I'm not yeah. just excited about the next episode I'm excited about Chrysalis and I'm excited to get to season two and again I don't know exactly what the scheduling will be with that if we're going to go right right into season two or if we're going to you know switch back to Torchwood or or do whatever but uh but I'm definitely eager to find out what's going on in the uh in the next season um so so yeah so I'm I'm pretty excited but I don't know. Do you have anything you want to add before we we sign off? No. If uh, I mean, we, we should we can wrap it up. And if there's anything more more I have to say, I can kind of fold it into the part part two discussion of this episode. So okay. I can I'm fine wrapping it up here. All right. So I would just say uh, we'll be back on some. We're not sure what day exactly, but probably hopefully midweek or something. And on Friday we're going to be doing Heaven and Hell. And this past Friday we did uh, Hero Shed No Tears, and we had Deathblade on. I would encourage people to check that one out because it's an it's a slightly different uh, uh, style because we have a guest and we get into some topics that are uh, that are pretty interesting, and so um, so yeah so uh, uh, you know we'll be back on hopefully soon and we'll talk to you later. <laughs>